by the time this episode comes out, it'll be one day before our birthday. Ain't that right, Miss Parker? Oh, wait, it will, won't it? I just thought about that. Plus, like, your math is wrong. No, my math ain't wrong. I'm always on top of my numbers. Whatever. Whatever. So, welcome to the Watch for the Hook Business Entrepreneur Podcast. On Wednesday. It is the birthday edition week <laughs> for us, the Parkers. I like that. Since Miss Parker was born on my birthday. Whatever. It's our birthday this week, and we want to just say it's Michael with Tatiana. Happy, happy birthday. Happy early birthday, Michael. Thank you. Happy early birthday to you too, Miss oh, Parker. Thank you. Well, <laughs> before we get in all the lovey dovey, which we've already done now, we can get to the shit. We finna come real critical. Quit fast and in a hurry. With the foolery. We was inspired last night. About some time foolery. Yeah, I went off on a, a tangent. Again. So today, me and Miss Parker are gonna talk about black case scenarios. Yes, sir. We're gonna talk about multiple cases, but I'm gonna let Miss Parker start off with her first case. <laughs> as I, as she presents case number one to y'all. Well, and I, I I won't be long-winded, okay? Talk your talk, girl. Talk your so, talk. I was watching TV, and I was just getting a little a little history, a little context, and that history and that context was provided by um, professors at an HBCU, right? Mm-hmm. And so as I was listening, I started to get irritated, and I just started thinking, like, I went to two. PWIs and I graduated from both. Okay. Dominant the white institutions. Yeah. I graduated from both bachelor's and then master's. So I just went there sitting in class, you know, making bees. I try to be I try smart to be. and sexy. Look at but, you. <laughs> but I didn't go to an HBCU. Michael went to an to an HBCU a couple times, couple times. Two time graduate, two time graduate. Well, let's be Westridge, University of Arkansas, Pine Bluff. I don't know their mother. He's <laughs> God, I'm swearing God, I'm not ready. So, you know, you got a two-time PWI graduate here and a two-time HBCU graduate. So a lot of times our perspectives are way different. And it just so happens. I think I had a light bulb moment as to why our perspectives were so different as I was watching TV and I was, I was getting that good info, you know, provided by these these well-informed professors at this HBCU. I realized that me going to a PWI prepared me for best case scenarios in life. And HBCUs prepare those individuals that attend, and typically they are, you know, people of color, melanated skin. They prepare them for the black case scenario in life. And I just got so mad because I felt like now. I've been cheated. You know, I've had some things left out that probably could have helped me. You know what I'm saying? And what Ms. Parker is talking about, I think one of the is issues that she saw last night was that we have, well, like I said, we're, we're, we're still in the early stages of black folks being with money. Yeah. So we're still generation one, one and a half, maybe two, <laughs> one, two, 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 two three, four. <laughs> but what Ms. Parker saw last night was uh, a bunch of black millionaires mm-hmm. who did not understand that the concept of slavery was multiple, 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 multiple transactions. Yeah, business. 
business. was a business. And slavery has been the biggest business on this planet. Right. It is a multi-trillion. If they could put a number, it would take America out of debt and put it in a positive number. And Miss Parker was just alarmed last night that she didn't. She was alarmed that those black millionaires, yeah, could have made millions of dollars, yeah, off of black culture, right, from their people, did not know in their thirties, forties, 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 even worse. That slavery was transactional. Yeah. And for her, it took her back to her college days. It did. Sadly, it did. And what she was like, she had to rewind her clock a couple of years. and J- say, Just about one or two. Yeah, okay, one or two. And she had to say, you know, in my middle 20s, I may not even grasp that concept myself. Right, exactly, exactly. Because this is how they teach you, and I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna paraphrase for her. And a synopsis. Yeah, he never eyes tell you uh, history of, of this country. Um, you know, uh, uh, we came over here in the uh, 1600s. Yeah. Um, uh, we had some uh, slaves slash indentured servants. Uh, right there, indentured servants. Uh, you know, we had some people that uh, you know came across here on their own free will. Indentured servants. And then, um, you know, we had a civil war in eighteen sixty-three uh, to sixty-five. You left out seventeen seventy-six. They don't even care. Black folks when you talk about seventeen seventy-six. No, but the PWIs do. Well, I mean, yeah, they do. Yeah, but you know, that's when America got its independence, which mm-hmm. is really funny. A country that was founded on violence and protest. Doesn't like violence and protest. But hold on, go on back to the timeline you were giving them. So go back to now. We it's we we've had a civil war, eighteen sixty three to eighteen sixty five. Mm-hmm. Black folks wasn't freed un- publicly until eighteen sixty seven. My number, I think it was sixty five. Sixty five. Yeah. My numbers may be a little bit off. I'm not a road scholar. I'm just giving y'all a synopsis. <laughs> At that point in time, where did we go? Mm-hmm. Possibly no damn where, because right. we had nowhere to go. They had nowhere to go. And that is what they tell you. By history at PWIs. And then, and then, not gone, because I like the route you take it. And then mm-hmm. every black, what's the, what, what, what's the Black History Month? Yeah. Every Black History Month, they tell y'all about all the great inventions black folks made. What they fail to tell y'all is how the, didn't get paid for shit. Nope. We invented most of the shit that they use. Yeah. But they, they made the United States Patent and Trademark Office. USPTO still in existence today. And they have been robbing inventors of color since the inception mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's american history folks most of them from pwis minus the whole uspto part right once they get to 1865 they'll roll you up in the world war one or world war two right will not tell you is how bad black airmen servicemen black women air service women were treated yep they went across the world fought for the freedom for this country and other countries and came home and couldn't even get on the damn bus. Nope. Then you got the boy pot in Montgomery. Yeah, you see how it just like jumped a hundred years. Now, now we're in the sixties, so we went from eighteen sixty five, early nineteen hundreds, the mid nineteen hundreds, now in nineteen sixty five, and we got the uh, Montgomery boycott. We got the civil rights movement, nineteen eighties. Crack cocaine is introduced to the neighborhoods. You see how fast it goes, people. What happened? You go there. And they start cutting things out. They, they cut splice. They cut splice. So then, by the time you realize it, you go from the 80s. The next time they're going to talk about black history, PDI, 
Barack Obama became president in 2008. Obama. We just get 30 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, guess what? After Obama, you got Kamala Harris. Yep, 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 yep. They ain't saying shit else. Nope. That's one of the black case scenarios. We're talking about how we are not talking about George Washington Carver's anymore. We're not talking about um, the institutions of the HBCUs being land-grant institutions yeah. and founded in areas because they would not allow us into their schools. Yeah. They don't talk about this anymore. No, and they didn't talk about that when, when I was there. And some people may say, well, yeah, they did. It was probably your major. Yes, I have always been down the math and science realm, but at, at any instance, I believe, and honestly, I do believe that that type of info would have been included in some either some other classes that let me tell you, they didn't offer. I can tell you that right now. They weren't offering no African American history or heritage. You know, they weren't offering anything like that. And they weren't offered in in world history. You know, that stuff just wasn't included. So I just kind of feel like I have been, you know, slighted. And this is a personal opinion. It really is. But um, I feel like I've been slighted to the fact that once they, you know, hit the gas pedal with all of that, now they're like, okay, now you're here. Mm-hmm. Now what? We're going to teach you how that when you graduate from here, you're going to have a degree. You're going to go into corporate America. You're going to get this job. You're going to do this. You're going to live happily ever after. You're going to have the American dream. That ain't true. Like, that ain't true. I feel like an HBCU would have given me more context as to my past, which would help me really plan for my future. Because when you go to the PWI, they're going to start where you are right now and they're looking forward only. They're not including everything that, you know, that that happened before you, that kind of paved the ways for you to give you that like richness, like to help you keep going or to help you push harder. It's like, you're here now. This is where you're supposed to go forward. And that ain't really true. For a melanated, you know, person or a population. That is so true. And I want to piggyback off that because you, you're a health science, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Now check the, this out. The second degree. So check this out, folks. We're going to go to scenario number two. And I'm going to base it on what Ms. Parker just talked about. We just talked about education-wise. You know, how PWIs don't give you the real history mm-hmm. as a minority going to the school about what's really happened in this country. So let's jump to and how that impacts you going forward. Exactly. Because if you think that life, and that's why it's called watch for the hook, this shit ain't straight. You think you got a straight line of life. Right. No, it's like a windy, curvy, wind wind roller, roller coaster. So I'm gonna piggyback off of right that what you right talked here. about. That's scenario number one. Let's roll about scenario number two for African Americans in this country on the health tip. <laughs> Don't get me started. We in the year of 2023, we're still battling high mortality rates in black women pregnancies. Maternal. Oh, my God. I mean, all the technology in the world they got, they can, they can look through. They can literally look through you. <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you, they have stuff that looks through you. They perform some procedures with a, a fetus in utero. So why is it that black women have such a high mortality rate in Arkansas, the state we live in, yeah, is one of the highest ones. Yeah, this is none of the black case scenario. If you want to go back to history, we can go back to the Tuskegee Airmen, 
we can go back to Henrietta Stacks. Henrietta. Stacks. Henrietta Slacks. Henrietta Slacks. They basically use her body as a guinea pig. Oh, yeah. Most of the medicines and vaccines that this country shoots up. She's the reason for progressive science now. And tell me where is her compensation? She, nowhere. 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 In, in a book. I think they're working on something yeah, now. I think they're now paying some of her descendants. Yeah. But but that, listen, ain't no amount of dollar reimburse or retribute. Is that even a word? Yes, it is today. It is today. The 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 the, the just the magnitude of them stealing, because that's what they did. Them stealing her sales. And being able to create these modern, you know, marvels and miracles off of her. Like, it ain't no dollar in the world. They stole more than the sales. They stole her life. It's she crazy. died very prematurely she did. from the diseases that they exposed her to. And this is this is all true fact. And so this is one of the things we're talking about. When we talk about the black case scenario, we're talking about how in 2023, Stuff that happened over two hundred years still affecting. It is still affecting. That's I mean that's that's health inequity, and that is something I mean that's just now coming to the forefront. I don't mean if it started yesterday or started this year. Y'all know it takes a little time for the the engine to get some momentum, but it's oh, very brand new health equity. Those scenarios, those issues, those bad experiments are genetically imposed upon black people. Black people have this saying, I ain't going to the doctor, they ain't yep. giving them bad news. But I mean, it's not just bad health experiments, it's also bad health experiences. Talk about it. That's what it is. When you listen and read the stories of black women that have died from prenatal issues and you go back and see in the lawsuits that were filed on their loved ones that they complained to the doctors. Yeah, they, they told the they nurses. Didn't they didn't they said, them. I'm hurting. Mm -hmm. I'm in pain. I'm not feeling well. And they said, you'll be all right. Right, right. Oh, that's normal. Yeah. It's, it's, it, it seems that it's normal for minorities, especially minority women, to be stronger yeah. than cement, than steel. Yeah. The human body is still a human body. It is. It don't change for anybody. It's still just a body. But you know what? I have to say... Know some some females, some ladies, some moms, some mothers that have told me about their horrendous health experiences, maternal health experiences, and I'm just like, I'm crazy because these these are the same type of caliber people that I am. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who educated? In, you know, you, you got insurance, you got all of this, and I was one of the fortunate ones. That had no experiences negatively of the sort. Hallelujah. No experiences. I think they were, sometimes I wonder if they were too cautious. But I, I, I'm, and I'm thankful for that. I'm appreciative of that gratitude from here to Timbuktu. But bad health experiments and bad health experiences. Now it's not so much as the experiments. Now it's more of the experiences. Yeah. Everything leaves residue yeah 
And in the world of residue, what does that mean? That means no matter how much you wash something it's off, a film there's there. a film. Yeah. There's something still there. So all oh, in in a in, in layman's terms, it's called memories. So it's for, a stain. Yeah. So for black so for everybody that's a black person, they got these memories. And them memories hold weight. Yeah. You know, this we some superstitious folks. We be like, <laughs> man, you see a black cat, you go all the way around the next block. Right. Even knowing if you go look up the true history about the black cat, it's just some bullshit they made up and we just been running with it ever since. We still holding on to still it. Still holding on to it. I wish we could have held on to some of that fight from some of the stuff on them ship shields. Right. right. But I digress. And so that case scenario, which was number two, we're talking about health. Yeah. So now we're going to go to the big one. Uh-oh. And it's the one. My HBCU versus PWI wasn't the biggest. Oh, oh, oh. we got to go to the one bigger than all that. Okay. The motherfucking money. Oh, that's pretty bad right there. Money. Well, they say money rules the world. That's pretty bad right there. Yeah. Black case scenario number three. We're going to give a bullshit shout out to Navy Federal Credit Union <laughs> who just got blasted for turning down over 80% of black qualified applicants for home loans in the past few years. That don't make no sense. So this is the thing about the American dream. So black folks are the American nightmare. They tell you, you work hard, yep. get a good job, yep. get you a house, and you'll be all right. That's the PWI telling you right there. Yeah, that's the lie they tell you. Yeah. What they don't tell you is for the black folks, you find out This is the HBCU version. What HBC is HBCU is going to tell you, you got to work twice as hard. Yep. To get half as far. Yep. That was 40 years ago. Now you got to work three times as hard. Yep. To get a third away further. Yep. You have to get told 12 times over, you're denied. Yeah. Or you're 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 overqualified. Oh, you're overqualified. Or you're underqualified. See that that's what I missed from HBCU right there. They set you straight. That yeah, yeah. They set you straight by letting you know there's a crooked path out there. But the PWI was like, there's a straight path while right down this green pasture. The crooked letter, crooked letter. Ah. Boy. And so when we're talking about financial institutions, some people are like, well, maybe I don't want to buy a home. Okay. So this is the crazy thing about buying a home. You get equity yep. into every year you own your home. So what does equity mean? Equity means that you have put enough money into your mortgage rate or your house that you're working on miss parker gonna keep me in the, in the yeah. group on this that you basically start stashing money yeah your house your your property if it's a house is now worth more than what you owe on it so if it's worth four hundred thousand dollars and you only owe three hundred thousand dollars it's a good chance you can go to a lender and borrow against your property because you have a surplus on it. So basically what she said was you got access to some cash. Capital. Yep. What do we say? Liquid. Capital open doors. Remember to check out the episode. And also checking things out. Always come by www.watchboard.com Hey, for you last minute Christmas shoppers, y'all better come on because I'm <laughs> telling y'all it's some stuff over here for y'all. Hey, don't let y'all folks miss out because y'all over here procrastinating and being lazy. And don't be a goddamn Grinch. Right. Now back to our services. Mm -hmm. talking about. So what Ms. Parker was talking about in equity, you have worked. Now listen. Paying your bill on time, paying it in full. You have done what has been required of you. Don't get it twisted. You've done your part. 
that financial institution that is holding your loan does their part by basically saving you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So these are things that even, I'm going to tell you like this, even through college, I never really understood. Right. It wasn't until we purchased this house that we're sitting in that my wife explained to me, like, you know, this is how this, this is how mortgage right. rates and things work. The mortgage rate we got years ago does not exist right now. Oh, dear God. Let me tell you. Let me tell you right now. Yeah. Listen, listen, <laughs> listen, Linda. <laughs> I know that it'll ever come back. I'll keep this one. I think for the world's sake, we may need it to. Yeah. And so when we're talking about things like this, our natural institutions have been degrading, discriminating, and practicing racist tactics against blacks since we've been free. Discriminatory practices. And this is a crazy thing. Where they been doing this? Drawing the lines on the map? What really happens to them? A few years ago, it was Wells Fargo. Wells Fargo was accused and basically tried in court and found guilty of the same thing. I think they paid up. You million in fines, but I mean, if you're a multi-billion dollar corporation, that's like ten dollars. That's chump change. So that that's your petty cash. Yeah. So for Navy Federal Credit for being blasted for being the low down scoundrels that they are, what is the financial penalty for them? They go a step further. What happened to the black people's dreams that they possibly shattered? Gone. Because you know they didn't run their credit. And then every time you run your credit, that's a, like a negative hit against you. Soft or hard, I don't care what you say. So when she means negative hit, what that means is your credit score drops. Yep, like every two hits that's, no, every hit within two years. Your credit score goes Yeah, down. so every time somebody looks at it, it, it knocks a little point away. Yeah, so just think about that. You... All right, minority owner, a minority person. You've got your credit built up. You got a decent amount of capital, or you have access to capital. Right. And you go to these financial institutions. They run you through the ring. They make you feel like all this paperwork. Yeah, and no one ain't finna deny your ass. And they eat up your most valuable commodity. Your time, Michael. And you ain't getting it back. And then they tear you after you've gone through these rigorous processes. Filled out all these damn long ass forms. He signed all these goddamn documents. Gave them a blood type sample. Said he signed. When they say, "We're sorry, we're sorry, you were denied," and they don't give you. They don't say you're denied. They say we're unable to provide financial assistance at this moment. They gonna like real corporate it up for you, and they don't give you a reason. Nope. And the biggest reason was because your ass was black. Yeah, they don't really trust you. They like, instead of you getting that money to go really buy that house, you're going to go, you're going to take that big old chunk of money, go buy a shotgun house, and then you're just going to go all like off to the Maldives or something. So you you know I like the Maldives. I got to go there. The, me, the, the crazy thing is, is that they still try to depict black people as lazy mm-hmm. when we built this bitch. Mm-hmm. We're some of the hardest working people. We literally built this. Now, yes, have we had issues? Everybody has. Everybody has. Everybody's had issues. Some issues, self-inflicted. A lot of them technically really wasn't. They was chemically inflicted, if you right. ask me. But when you look at how we talked about how money moves, yep. go check out the episode. We tell you how That's money a good moves. Episode. 
when you are going into these financial institutions with your hopes and your dreams on the line, yep, and you get hit with this hook, disappointment, disappointment, anger, pain, pissed offness, and your credit score took a hit. Mm-hmm. You can't get, you can't undo that. Yeah, you just gotta build it back up. The next question you have to ask yourself is, where do I go from here? Yep. Do you go? Do you keep going, going to another lender? Or do you just throw the towel in? And it's a hard decision to make because you don't know the real reason you were denied. Right. It's not like you can go work on it or fix it because you knew your credit was like 720. You knew you was good. You knew you was good. They knew you was good. If your credit is 720, your DTI, debt to income ratio, that's pretty good. You know, it's other factors that, that that are involved in it. Yeah. But if all of that is decent and you got, you know, a couple dollars to, for the down payment, like, what is it? What's the real reason? Your skin is it, color. If, yeah. Is it that you're not lending for this area? You're not lending for this amount? You're not lending to me. You know? won't get any of those answers. Ain't nobody finna answer you. You will just get, we're sorry. We're sorry. Unfortunately. The call cannot be connected. It's dialed. <laughs> the call cannot be completed. You're Paul like, You're not going to get a real answer. And see, that's when they don't even reply back or send you a note. That's when they pick the phone up and call you. Hey, we just, right now, we just can't. Yeah, you can't? Okay, then. That's like literally. And what what do you do after that? You either decide to pick your goddamn face up and keep going, or you or you throw the towel in. Me and Michael don't throw no towel in. We throw hooks. We don't throw no towel in. I act like Petey Pablo with my towel. I throw no, it like a helicopter. I wave it in the air like a helicopter. Well, I'm talking about hey, one thing about us. When we talk about watch for hook, talk about the things that we're doing. As we closing out 23, we've already talked about it, you know, the episode last week, if you've already listened to it, our wish list for 24. But we want to talk about, for y'all for 24, make 24 better than 23. Right. Don't know how you can if you ain't figured it out, but try. Let me tell you this. No, I'll end with it. No, you go ahead. I'm, I'm going to yeah. end with my comment because I just jumped in on you. So for the, the try is easy. It's three things. I mean, at the end of the day, you're kicking, screaming. You're causing chaos and confusion. That's always my little line. You're trying. Right. That means you're doing something. For me, I just want you for 24 to try. Try something different. An alternate route. Try harder. Try faster. Try more diligent. Yeah. And I'm going to let Miss Parker close us out. All I really have to say is, as someone who just kind of got slapped in the face super recently, but far too late in my life, with the black case scenario versus the best case scenario, if you get hit with the black case scenario, control the narrative. Yep, that's it. Catch y'all next time.